0: Let's have a nice chat this morning with the town manager of Mansfield. Our program each month brought to you by the Fenton River Grill. Ryan Aylesworth joins us today. Good morning, Ryan, and welcome back. Crazy weather the last couple of weeks. Record rainfall in July. A heat wave last week. Potential tornado on Saturday. And this week, some near-record lows. Do you think your Yankees have anything to do with this?
1: Ouch. Ouch! That's that's a bit of a low blow right out of the the starting gate, Wayne. Um, Jeepers! Well, yeah, I have to I have to concede. You know, it doesn't exactly look like uh, they're on their way to World Series win number twenty eight at this point. Uh, it doesn't look like that's in their future for this season. Um, I suppose the the you know the 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 party line would be that there's still a lot of baseball left to be played, but uh not not exactly overly optimistic at this point but um but yeah, I mean as far as this last week goes and, and you're right, it has been kind of crazy weather all over the place but uh being from northern New England originally um i'm I'm a pretty big fan of um the cooler stretch we've had this last week, you know the sun's out's glorious, but uh kind of kind of feels like late september weather, and uh i'll I'll take it but uh, speaking of September, I um, want to make sure that everybody listening knows that um, that with September comes the start of our latest installation of the Mansfield Local Government Academy. I know I've talked about this a number of times on your program in the past. It um, seems like every year we get uh, just that much better, but it's a 12-session program. Uh, it meets weekly on Thursdays from... Six to eight, and so this year uh, the program's going to be kicking off on September seventh and so, with the twelve sessions it 'll wrap up uh, November thirtieth and uh, most important thing to emphasize there's no charge for the program, and we do provide a light dinner and some refreshments each evening to kind of keep people awake alert and nourished uh, it 's a great program really covers all aspects of our local government, all our municipal departments, the many programs and services and projects that they're responsible for. And uh, we, of course, hope that people get interested in volunteering for one of our town boards or committees. We're always looking for for good folks that are interested in what's going on in their local government and uh, want to get engaged. So there's still time to register. And if you haven't done so, hope you'll give my office a call, uh, reach out by phone or email, and get registered.
0: Very adept how you took my goofy question and turned it into legitimate good information about the town of Mansfield. Speaking of which, there's some new retail restaurants moving into downtown stores. Great timing with the students coming back in a couple of weeks.
1: Absolutely. Um some of these uh establishments uh it'll be a little bit deeper into the fall semester before they're uh, they're up and running, but uh no, this is this is great news. Uh, at this point, uh, we actually have four new businesses that have signed leases and plans to open in downtown stores uh, either later this year or very early in 20 20- Twenty-four. Uh, just to kind of rattle them off. People haven't heard. Uh, one is Pliable's. Um, they're going to be in the old Seven-Eleven space. They're going to be opening. This fall, uh, owned and operated by a couple of UConn alumni, which is always great to have that connection. Uh, I believe that company has six locations in Connecticut already, uh, so they're definitely established. They're a known commodity and been very successful. So, looking forward to having them come to downtown stores and be part of the action down there. And then, similarly, in the old Gino's space uh, on Dog Lane, Square Peg Pizzeria is coming. Um, we don't have necessarily a shortage of pizza in town, but what this is a little bit different, uh, there's a lot of other offerings besides pizzas, as I looked at their menu, but, uh, it's more of a sit-down style, uh, just kind of a destination restaurant, and so we're looking forward to finally having one of those, um, in downtown stores. It's been a while since, uh, we had a restaurant of that sort that of people, uh, would come and sit down and kind of make an evening of it, and then, uh, uh. Hot Haven Chicken, uh they're going to be in the old Wingstop space uh, right by the intersection of stores Road and and South Eagleville Road um, and Huskies Tavern. Um they're going to be coming into uh, Wilbur Crossway in the old Grill Grill 86 space. So so with the addition um, of those businesses I just mentioned, uh, I believe it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 70 or 72 businesses and organizations that are that are operating in downtown stores and so uh and and over half of those are are uh, independently owned which is which is great to have have that feel um and uh yeah so we're we're just really excited to to be announcing that and and looking forward to Having those organizations be part of the mix in the downtown, Um, you know, downtown stores is definitely getting a shot in the arm uh, from a business development standpoint after what many main streets in in this country, of course, experienced during the pandemic, just a really challenging period. So we feel like we're on the upswing, and uh, we're excited about that.
0: And a little farther to the north and west has been some social media buzz this week about uh, construction at Four Corners. Apartments, is that new dormitory space? What's going on at Four Corners? Yeah, so that's
1: a uh, private development. Uh, the pro- the project that people are referring to um is is called the Standard at Four Corners in the old uh, Holiday Mall uh location. And uh yeah, I would say that in the last few weeks, uh, to put it mildly, there's been some pretty conspicuous uh, changes going on there. A lot of Vertical construction activity um, project has been going on for many months, but up to that point it was you know a lot of site work a lot of uh, in ground utilities so not necessarily aside from earthwork, not a lot you could see from the road but now uh, especially with the um, with the parking garage being erected um, and and those are you know preformed Concrete uh, kind of modular units that are being stacked. um, It's really really taking shape in a hurry, and so uh, I believe that's uh, 392 units. It's going to have 15,000 square feet of commercial space. Uh, So definitely, um, you know, I guess you could say that the the first of many changes that appear to be on the horizon uh, in terms of new development in the in the four corners. there are other projects that are going through uh, various stages of land use review right now locally, um, and this is the only one that's currently under active construction in the Four Corners. But there's there's also projects that are being reviewed right now by our Planning and Zoning Commission. Uh, the old golf course, uh, 497 Middle Turnpike. Uh, there's a there's a proposal for multifamily housing there, and uh, as well as um, the land behind. Uh, um, uh, hops and and toast uh, another multifamily development there um and then uh just a lot of activity a lot of interest in general and so uh as you may have have heard Wayne there has been some uh, understandable community concern about you know, uh, while this is in, in many ways good news from the town from an economic development standpoint and and, and good news uh, for the town from a standpoint of future new tax revenue, um, you know, it has been a torrent pace of, of, you know, proposals for new development, and so we want to make sure that the town is, uh, is is looking at this from all the right angles and we're thinking about the... The total impact, a uh, transformational impact that this would have on our community, and so to that end, uh, I want to make sure everybody knows that our Planning and Zoning Commission um, at its next meeting on August seventh is actually going to be considering taking action on a, a temporary moratorium, a six-month moratorium, um, on on new development. Uh, Uh, in excess of five total units with an average density greater than three units uh, per acre. Now, there are some exceptions. Uh, For instance, projects that are already um, where the the, uh, permit applications have already been filed and they're already being reviewed, those are kind of grandfathered in, so to speak. But uh, we are trying to be mindful uh, about where things are going, and um, we we may be needing to take a brief pause uh, to review everything at this time.
0: And how did your Mansfield tomorrow open house on July 11th turn out? I know that you seem to be working hard to get the word out. Did you get a good turnout?
1: We did. We got a fantastic turnout. I'm very I'm very happy to say that uh, we had actually over 100 people. Um, I think the actual final count was somewhere in the neighborhood of 120 uh, turnout for, for that event. We held it at council chambers um, right here in town hall. And I, I would attribute the good turnout to a very active, very sustained uh, outreach and communications campaign that we did leading up to it, um, and, uh, and and just really happy that uh, that many residents came out and, and heard what was going on and shared their perspectives and all the projects that we were uh, we were highlighting. And so, just as a reminder, you know we're looking at uh, a few different things. Uh, one of the things we wanted to Share with the public was um, where we were at with our Northwest Mansfield Vision and Strategy Plan, and so that's looking at the northwestern part of town and and basically doing a, what we might call a, a neighborhood needs assessment and and figuring out where we go from here in terms of uh, new development in that area and what will be best for for that part of town going forward. Uh, we're doing a Parks and Recreation Master Plan, trying to make sure that uh, our our parks and recreation assets are meeting community needs and that we promote financial sustainability in that program and then municipal facilities we're doing a lot of work in terms of a uh, comprehensive municipal facilities needs assessment and reimagining our municipal buildings and making sure that these these facilities are are meeting community need uh, not just now but are capable of doing so into the future um, but no it was great it was a great great turnout it was uh, fantastic um way to kind of get some of these projects really kick-started in a public facing way and uh... want everybody to know if you didn't have a chance to attend the open house uh... last month there are Well, first of all, there's going to be many more opportunities for community engagement, additional meetings, and that sort of thing in the future. But also just want folks to know that right now um, we actually opened up uh, a virtual open house. So, If you miss the open house, you can actually basically participate in that same open house uh, online and uh, share your perspectives through the mansfieldtomorrow.org website. And there's also a community survey, a community value survey that we're doing concurrently, and both of those um, are going to be open for a few more weeks. So, um, if you could uh, take the time to do that this month, that would be that would be fantastic.
0: I see. You also put out a call for applications for ARPA funds for nonprofits. What else are you doing with the ARPA money?
1: Yeah. So, uh, what you're referring to there—that was a grant program we actually elected to, to reopen for a second round um, because uh, the first round we didn't obligate. All the funding that the council uh, wanted to to dispense. So what we ended up doing, we broadened the eligibility so that any nonprofit providing uh, services to disadvantaged or vulnerable populations in Mansfield could apply. And uh, I haven't gotten the full update yet, but I believe we actually have received ten or twelve uh, applications this week. So that, that's that's great news. You know, we want to invest, and the town council really wants to invest uh, a portion of our American Rescue Plan Ms. American Rescue Plan funds in uh, in organizations that. That provide services to to those in need in our community. We want to prop them up because they do invaluable work uh, on behalf of the, the the people of the town of Mansfield. Um, otherwise, uh, yeah, as far as American Rescue Plan goes, uh, we continue to try to make really uh, forward thinking investments. Uh, we've kick started our digital inclusion initiative. Um, one of the ways we're doing that is uh, we've created um, basically a technology advisor, and so we have somebody who's now uh um working with our mansfield public library this is a is a grant funded uh position and uh, is working you know one on one with with people who need help getting online getting getting set up and using a, a computer or a tablet you know creating their email uh Basically, accessing information digitally—you um, know—we take for granted that that everybody kind of knows how to do this now. And, and the reality is, uh, that's just not the case. And so, we want to make sure that people that are a little bit intimidated or unfamiliar with this technology, uh, that they're getting help and uh, understand how to use it. And, uh, and of course, not everybody has uh, has internet in their home. And so, we want to be able to help help people gain access to the internet in and, and, uh, one of many different uh, public Wi-Fi locations that we've been opening up throughout town um, as part of this digital inclusion uh, initiative. But uh, it's a pretty long list, Wayne. I don't want to take up all the time on your program rattling off what we're doing with the American Rescue Plan funds, but uh, suffice to say, you know, we're making a number of, investments in our facilities, uh, to, to, you know, to retrofit our facilities to promote public health. We've made investments in public safety. We're getting a new, a new ambulance. We've, we've made in investments in infrastructure. Uh, it's a pretty long list, and uh, we continue to try to make sure that we're, we're investing those once-in-a-generation funds in the most responsible way.
0: Ryan Mansfield Elementary School starts its first full year in a couple of weeks, but I'm told there is some water issues up there. Tell me about the cause of the water issues and what's being done to remediate that.
1: Sure, yeah. So, um, like uh, a lot of buildings, that uh, that facility is uh, built with with copper piping, and um, so what can happen and it has happened in the case of this building is uh, the copper when you have new new copper piping. For a period of time, the copper uh, has a tendency uh, to, to leach out into the water while this, uh, I guess the layperson term would be p- a pickling uh, process, uh, a patina. I've heard that phrase used. Uh, it sort of sets up on the inside of the pipes. It sort of seals in the copper uh, going forward. But uh, we continue to have uh, some elevated copper in, in areas of the building, and so we're looking at different options to, to address that. Um, you know, we've ended the school year by providing bottled water, and we've we've uh, of course have point of uh, use uh, filters uh, throughout our throughout the building for all the the um, water bottle filling stations, and those filters take out the copper as well. So there's really not a health risk at all right now. We're very equipped to make sure that uh, no one's uh, consuming water uh, with elevated levels of copper in it, Um, but we want to make sure that we come up with the best, you know, kind of comprehensive solution uh, going forward so that we're not uh, continuing to talk about this in in another year.
0: Is it safe to assume the water coming into the school is safe and it's those copper pipes that somehow taint it?
1: yeah that that's a hundred percent correct. The raw water coming into the building uh from from the wells there are two wells on the property um, that water has been uh and continues to be you know- t- tested uh, and evaluated on a regular basis and there are no issues uh, with that water that water is is fantastic water it really is just a matter of once that water runs through the copper pipes in the building we're we're experiencing some issues uh which we believe will be you know, somewhat uh, short-term in nature. Of course, we want to get this, uh, this fixed as soon as possible, and, and we want to have, you know, a better solution in place or the best solution in place uh, by the time the kids come back this fall. Uh, we're working to do that, but definitely no concerns about the source water. The source
0: water is very good. Any other updates you want to share for this month? Yeah, well,
1: uh, it, it's a little bit of a ways off still, but uh, from the standpoint of making sure that would-be vendors are aware of the opportunity, want to want to take a minute to plug uh, that it's actually going to be the the twentieth uh, uh, celebrate Mansfield Festival. So we're we're you know kind of celebrating a, a a banner, a milestone year for our four-hour festival. Uh, it's the largest community event in, in Mansfield. It's a, a day-long celebration of our people, of our of our businesses and community organizations that, that basically make us you know, what I believe to be one of the most wonderful communities, so certainly in northeastern Connecticut. It's a free event. Uh, it's open to everyone to attend. Um, so it's going to be from 2 to 8 p.m. Um, in Betsy Patterson Square, um, on on Saturday uh, September 30th. So uh, again, this is really a shout out to um, the, w- the would be businesses and artists and crafters and community organizations and student clubs and anybody else that might be interested in registering for a table uh, at the event and uh, so so we hope you'll reach out to uh to the Mansfield Downtown Partnership if you're interested in in doing that. Um so excited that that's uh, just around the corner. Otherwise, let's see what else can I can I tell you about. Uh, well, I think uh, tonight um if the weather holds and I know it might there is some rain in the forecast, but fingers crossed, uh, I think it's uh, the first of uh the next uh, few Fridays, the the moonlight movies uh, that are shown in downtown stores. Um this is uh, all family-friendly stuff and I believe the the first of the three films um is going to be the the, the light year film and so that'll start at at dusk, again, free event, and there's there's lots of activities for the kids um, in the square before the movie actually gets started. So, uh, so hopefully people will will check those uh, movies out over the next few Fridays. Uh, you already touched base on the school, but as you'd expect, right now certainly one of our areas of focus is just making sure that we get. Um, both our our elementary school and our middle school ready for the start of the next school year. Um, when it comes to Mansfield Elementary, one of the ways we're doing that is we're, we're trying to wrap up work, finalizing the, the rubberized surfaces on the, the playgrounds um, and just tying up some other loose ends. Um, there is a new principal, um, Kate McCoy. Uh, she seems absolutely fantastic. She comes to us from um, New London Public Schools, a very experienced uh, educator and administrator. Um, so she started in the, in the last month or so, and, and she's been actively reaching out to members of the community to get to know uh, students and our and our families. So very excited uh, to have Kate on board, and look forward to working with her in the future. Uh, we of course, uh, it's never too early uh, to start gearing up for the return of UConn students, uh, which will be happening later this month. So I know our resident troopers uh... and other town staff are working very closely uh... hand-in-hand with with yukon public safety and and student life um to make sure that uh... you know basically we have all our planning in place uh... for move in um, later this month and help that go as smoothly as possible. Uh, we have a new library director recruitment that's ongoing. I know I told you in a previous uh, appearance that uh, Leslie McDonough, uh, who had been with us for about a decade, she retired, and Leslie was fantastic. She is fantastic. We, we're we going to miss her incredibly, but uh, we're excited to say that we've had uh, a very strong uh, applicant pool—a lot of people very interested in this job. Uh, we have uh, just a fantastic public library system. It's a great place to take your talents if you're a library director, and so uh, we're excited about where that search uh, will take us. And hopefully, we'll have a, a new library director in place uh, in the next couple of months. So, otherwise, uh, just make sure to check out uh, all the different um, programs, new programs that are being offered this fall through our Mansfield Parks and Recreation. Um, department and uh, yeah, I think I think that's that's probably it, Wayne.
0: Another great update, Ryan. Thank you for joining me this morning. Well, hopefully the Yankees fortunes turn around
1: a little bit, uh, and, and you won't start off our next visit with another shot in the stomach.
0: <laughs> that's the only thing you've said today I disagree with. That's Ryan Aylesworth, the town manager of Mansfield. Our monthly program brought to you by the Fenton River Grill in Mansfield.